0: hello word nerds welcome to the dictionary this is my podcast and uh if um if you are a fan of this podcast uh it would be really great because there's so few of you uh, it'd be great if you wrote a review and you can share it and subscribe go go tell the people about it and uh leave a voicemail the the phone number is in the show notes and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at dictionary all right let's talk about the words Uh, The first word is coal, C-O-L-E. And I think all of these words in this episode are going to start with either co or ca, depending on uh, the word and the pronunciation. So coal, noun, from before the 12th century. I want to say, I want to talk like Gordon Cole, any of several brassicas, especially any of various crop plants. Now, I'm not going to keep on doing that. Uh, you you guys don't know Gordon Cole. but If you do, it's from Twin Peaks. Um, anyway, crop plants as broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, and col kohlrabi. It's hard to see what that letter is. Yeah, that's an L. Kohlrabi. They are derived from the same wild cabbage. And the scientific name for that wild cabbage is Brassica oleracea. Oleracea. And what else do we have to say about this one? It is from Old English Kal with a line over the A. No idea how to pronounce that. From the Latin kaulis, which means stem or cabbage. Akin to the Greek kaulos, which means stem. From the Latvian, we don't usually see Latvian. uh, From their word kauls, K-A-U-L-S. So it's very clear where uh, cauliflower comes from uh, etymologically, uh, but yes, there are all these things are related: broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kohlrabi. All right, next is colemanite, colemanite. Audrey, I just let you into the bedroom so you would stop running around out there, so you could calm down and sleep. But now you want to get out of here? No, this is this is relaxy time. Okay, Colemanite, noun from 1884. A colorless or white mineral consisting of a hydrous calcium borate occurring in monoclinic crystals. Uh, borate or borate, I'm not sure how to say that one. This is from William T. Coleman, who died in 1893 and was an American businessman and mine owner. So uh, yeah, they, they found this uh, this white mineral In probably one of his minds and he said hey you're gonna name that after me because i'm a world famous american businessman all right next we have coleoptera coleoptera all right so before i read the definition i'm gonna take a guess at at least part of it the uh so it's c-o-l-e-o-p-t-e-r-a and the patera at the end probably means wing but i don't know what the rest of it means so this is a noun from 1771 it is insects that are beetles insects that are beetles well wouldn't they just be beetles are there beetles that are not insects interesting okay uh let's look at the etymology it is from greek kolion, which means sheath plus pateron or just teron which means a and there's more at the word feather. So the wings are in a sheath, and yeah, I guess if you think about the beetles, when you see them open up their wings, they have a covering. It's like their back is a covering, a hard covering, and then the wings are underneath. Um, and so I'm thinking, like ladybugs, those are like that too. So those must be these uh, coleop- cole- coleopterans. That's what I'm, I'm guessing. And there's a there's a bunch of these. But why does it say just insects? Are they just trying to be extra specific? Otherwise, it would just say beetles. Beetles. Uh, okay, coleopterist is a noun. That's probably the one who studies them. Coleopterist with an O-U-S at the end. That is an adjective. Oh, that coleoptera. It is so coleopterist. I'm going to be a coleopterist. Okay, next is coleopterin with an N. Noun from circa 1847. And we have the number one definition for the first form of the word beetle. So yeah, beetles. Uh, Coleopterin is also an adjective. Relatedly, next we have coleopthole. And at the end, it is T-I-L-E. Noun from circa 1866. The first leaf, we'll see now I don't know if it's related... Uh, the first leaf of a monocotyledon forming a protective sheath about the plumule. <laughs> okay, fun words in this one. Monocotyledon. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. It is spelled M-O-N-O-C-O-T-Y-L-E-D-O-N. Monocotyledon. Um, and the pu- plu- plumule Plumule. Is P-L-U-M-U-L-E. So yes, we do still have the sheath thing. That's where the uh, the colio comes from. Uh, this is from the Greek colion. Plus, oh, it's a different suffix. It is the suffix is ptilon. That is the Greek petylon or petylon, petylon. Uh, that means down. So sheath and down. Uh, the first leaf of a monocot forming a protective sheath about the plumule. It must be plants, plant related. All right, next we have another coleo word. It is coleoriza. Coleoriza and the suffix is rhiza. Noun from circa 1866, the sheath investing the radical in some mono, oh, there's that word again, monocotyledonous plants through which the roots emerge. Mm, and then radical by the way is r a d i c l e. Uh, so yeah, I'm sort of envisioning, uh, sometimes, yeah, when they're growing the roots or something, it sort of looks like it's coming out of a, of a, a larger piece, a sheath, I guess. Um, so yeah, you plant people love these words. Yeah, this is from, uh, Greek, Koleon plus the new Latin, Riza or Riza. Uh, it doesn't say specifically what that means, but it's something with the plants. All right, next we have... We're, we're taking a 180-degree a 180, a 180 degree turn here. Uh, it, it is the word coleslaw, noun from 1794. A salad made of raw, sliced, or chopped cabbage. And oh my God, I just realized where this word comes from. It's coal. It's our first word from this episode. The broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, kohlrabi. Uh, that, is, that is what it is. It's the slaw of the coal stuff uh more specifically it is from the dutch word koolsla ah huh, koolsla uh from their word cool, kool k o o l which means cabbage see we i mean we sort of learned that before plus sla which means salad so it's not even slaw it's it's literally uh cabbage salad cabbage salad uh but then you know we just uh because their 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 second word their slaw sla, sla However they say it, we just turned into slaw. Huh. So now you can go talk to your friends about some interesting trivia that you learned where coleslaw comes from. I know I'm going to tell people later today. All right. Next we have coleus, C-O-L-E-U-S, noun from 1885. Any of a large genus of old world herbs of the mint family including ones cultivated for their colorful foliage. And this is uh, back to the sheath word, the Greek kolios or kolion, which means sheath. Next we have coalwort. colewort, C-O-L-E-W-O-R-T. Wort or colwort, Noun from the 14th century, and the synonym is just the word coal, Uh Especially one as kale that forms no head, so it is a kind of coal plant like kale. Often uh, that has no head. So would so would broccoli or cauliflower have a head? But then kale, because it's just leaves, it's uh, there's there's no head. There's no like thing. It's just leaves, I guess. Okay, moving on to a prefix coli, c o l i, and it it just says c c o l prefix. Uh, which is on this page. It was just a few episodes ago, um, which is funny. If you go to the first form of that prefix, it says c c o m, (laughs) So it just takes you to to another place. Um, But then there is a second form of that prefix, which means uh, either colon or E. coli. But I don't know which form this one is sending us to. Oh, yeah, I think it must be the E. coli one because it's coli. Anyway, next word, colic. No, this is colic. C-O-L-I-C, first form, noun from the 15th century. Two semi-long definitions. Number one, an attack of acute abdominal pain localized in a hollow organ and often caused by spasm, obstruction, or twisting. Oh, I hate it when my hollow organs twist. Number two, a condition marked by recurrent episodes of prolonged an uncontrollable crying and irritability in an otherwise healthy infant that is of unknown cause and usually subsides after three to four months of age. I have no idea if I was a colicky kid. We are going to get to colicky in a bit. Um, so why why do we have two like kind of different uh, definitions for this? Let's look at the etymology. From Middle Latin colica, and then in parentheses, it says passio. And this is intestinal. Ah, okay. So colica means intestinal. And then passio means suffering. Intestinal suffering. From the lower Latin colicus, uh, which is of the colon or colicky. Pl- uh, from the Greek "kolikos," which is from colon, which is an alternative of colon. Let's see. One has an, a line. One does not have a line. Uh, And that means colon. So it's from the colon, which is a hollow organ. But again, how did we get to this whole three to four little kid crying thing? I'm not sure. Okay, second form of colic adjective from the 15th century of or relating to colic. And then the synonym is colicky, as in colic crying. Third form of colic. uh, This could also be colic. Adjective from 1615, of or relating to the colon, as in colic lymph nodes, lymph nodes. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on to colicin. Uh, you could also do colicine if you put an e at the end. Colicin, colicine. Noun from 1946. Any of various antibacterial substances produced by strains of intestinal bacteria as of E. coli again stay away from the E. coli so this is French colicine um from col plus scene as in streptomycine yeah there you go next is colicky adjective from 1742 one relating to or associated with colic as in colicky pain Sometimes, even as an adult, I feel colicky. Number two, suffering from colic, as in colicky babies. I'm still so curious on where this came from exactly. Uh, Just the baby crying that's healthy and you don't know why. Ah, they're colicky. They'll get over it. Okay, next is colic root. One word, noun from 1833. Any of several plants having roots used in folk medicine to treat colic, especially either of two bitter herbs of the lily family. And the scientific names for those bitter roots, no, bitter herbs are Eletris farinosa and Eletris Aria. Aurea, aurea, yeah. So they treated colic, which was, uh, yeah, got got the pains in the in the abdomens, All right, next is coliform or coliform. Either one is okay, I guess. This is an adjective from 1906 of relating to or being gram-negative rod-shaped bacteria as E. coli normally present in the intestine as in monitored coliform levels in drinking water. Gotta stay hydrated. I gotta drink some water. I didn't have a whole lot of water yesterday, so I got some water next to me. Uh, And then coliform is also a noun. And then our last word is collinear. Co-c-o-l-i-n-e-a-r. Collinear. Collinear. Adjective from 1927. Number one, the synonym is collinear with two L's. Uh, Yeah. And then number two, having corresponding parts arranged in the same linear order, as in a gene, G-E-N-E, a gene, and the protein it determines are collinear. Collinearity is a noun. Okay, the words today were coal, colmanite, coleoptera, coleopterin, coleoptyl, cole, yeah, that's how you say it, coleoptyl. Coleoriza, coleslaw, coleus, colewort, coli. Colic, 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 or colic, colicine, colicky, colic root, coliform and colinear. Hmm. Well. Hmm. I think. I mean, I have never really been a big coleslaw fan, but the etymology was great. Um. And uh, you know, it's uh, the cabbages and and stuff like that are pretty healthy for you. So I think this is actually a good thing, as long as you're not putting too much. Un- was it made with mayo or something like that? I don't even know. Um, but yeah, uh, as long as you don't got really unhealthy stuff in there, it's actually a pretty good a pretty good thing. Coleslaw. Let's have that be the word of the episode. And we say we're going to sing. You sing. Coleslaw, coleslaw, make some coleslaw from cabbage. All right, let's talk about the holidays. Um, in Mozambique, it is Armed Forces Day or Revolution Day. In France, it is Day of National Recognition for the Harkis, H-A-R-K-I-S. In the U.S., it is National Research Administrators Day. In Nauru, it is National Youth Day. And let's look at this page. I I still don't understand why these pages have such different lists of holidays because sometimes they're the same, but... Look at we also have National Comic Book Day. That's probably in the fun holidays. National One-Hit Wonder Day. Um, uh, Let's see, let's see, anything else? Now see, this says the sixth day of Sukkot, but then here it says Sukkot 5. I don't get it. It, Also in France, it is Appointment Sport Health Well-Being. Also in France, is this? Oh yeah, that's the other, that's the one that we already read. And let's look at more fun holidays. It is Binge Day. So I, I would assume that's talking about binging a, a show or a movie series. But maybe don't binge food or alcohol or things because that is so not healthy for you. It is Family Health and Fitness Day USA. That's what it says. Go, be, go do some fitnessing with your family. Um, It is Fish Amnesty Day, International Ataxia Awareness Day. You can go back to, oh, I don't know, episode way long time ago in the A's to hear me talk about ataxia, probably. It is International Lace Day, and it shows a picture of of an umbrella made of lace. Part of it is opaque, so it's like, there's something underneath the lace, but I don't think I would want an umbrella made out of lace. It's not going to do so much good, good work. It's not going to do so much good work. Um, it is International Rabbit Day, uh, and it shows a picture of the cutest little bunny rabbit, little baby bunny rabbit. Oh, my God. It is Kiwanis Kids' Day. Math Storytelling Day. What stories can you tell with math? Probably lots. It is Museum Day. I have not been to a museum in a while. Um, It is, oh, we said National Comic Book Day. I was never really a big comic book person, but they are fun. National Cooking Day. National Crab Meat Newberg Day. Uh, National Food Service Employees Day. Thank you for making our food employees, food service employees. We do appreciate that. National Ghost Hunting Day. Ooh, ooh, we should do some ghost hunting national hunting and fishing day national lobster day uh, national psychotherapy day national public lands day national quesadilla day Ooh, national research administrator day we said that national seat check saturday uh, i guess that's checking if there shows a kid in a car seat so go check your car seat uh just in case it's getting loose uh national singles day National Tune-Up Day. Why are there so many holidays today? Get your tune-up in your car. Uh, National Wildlife Ecology Day. R-E-A-D in America Day. READ in America. It probably stands for something. Save Your Photos Day. I do save all my photos. World Dream Day. World Pharmacist Day. Oh, now we have to check this page. Why? Okay, scrolling. Oh, National Daughters Day. Why wasn't that on the other one? daughters are important cool i think we got them all thank you very much for listening we finished page 242 and uh that's all i gotta say to you this has been spencer dispensing information goodbye